is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. The Meat Improv! All right, ladies and gentlemen, give up your hosts, Josh Simpson and Jake Jamal! How y'all doing tonight? Good? Are we standing? Hello. Woo, thanks for coming. Holy cow. Uh, should we stand for a second before we sit for an hour in front of this live audience? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, uh, thank you so much for coming out to this uh, live recording of the Meat Improv. Uh, this is amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Woo. Woo. Um, yeah, so this is our first of ten shows. Yes. We're going on a train from L.A. to New York. You probably all know that because you're here. Uh, uh, we'll Maybe. see how sick of each other Jake and I get uh, by hour five on our way to Phoenix. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, this is our first show. Um, let's get right to it. What do you say? Yeah, that sounds pretty great. That sounds wonderful. Uh, let's introduce our guests. We've got two very special guests. I'm sure you're excited about them. Uh, ladies and gentlemen from... Uh, a writer on SNL and a performer on Whose Line Is it Anyway, give it up for Heather, Heather Campbell. Campbell. Hello, Heather. Thanks for being here. Hi, hi. Hello. <laughs> hello. 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 Hi, guys. Hi. Uh, returning guest, Heather Campbell. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Returning. Uh, and now, a first time guest, a founding member of the UCB Theater. Uh, he worked on Key and Peel. Give it up for Ian Roberts. Woo! Hello. 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 Uh, this is exciting uh, for me personally. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, cool. So normally we, don't, we do this in the comfort of my <laughs> dining room <laughs> without an audience. So I guess uh, to get us started, just for like a, a little quick scene at the top, uh, we'll get a suggestion from you. We'll tell a little short story and then we'll do a scene off that. So can we get a suggestion from someone in the audience, please? Camp. Protein bar. I heard something here. Camp. Camp? Camp. Camping. 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 Camp. <laughs> Great. All right. Um, uh, I had this fear growing up that my parents were going to murder me. Um, uh, I don't know where it came from, um, but I would sleep with a cookie tin on my chest because I thought they were going to stab me in the middle of the night. <laughs> and I would stack blocks up against my door so that I could hear them if they came in. Um, <laughs> and, Not a burglar, your parents? <laughs> of my parents. Um, and my dad would always want to take me camping, and I always thought he was taking me camping to murder me. <laughs> so I would sneak a pocket knife camping, because uh, in case I had to defend myself against my father. <laughs> Did you ever get that looked into? Like, what was the I, impetus I, for that fear? Did well, you, like, know where it started? I don't know where it started, but... I was going to counseling, and the counselors talked to my parents, and I guess in counseling, I don't remember this, but I brought up the O.J. Simpson trial, uh, and I had made a connection, because like, the news had been talking about like how much he loved her. Uh, it's very dark. Uh, and so, that he, so you feared love? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the love that would kill me. Um, and so I went camping with my dad, and I would, like, take a knife with me. Uh, spoil He never tried... They never did anything. Uh, my mom was horrified to find this out. Uh, uh, 
the other theory is she had guinea pigs and they had babies and one time the mother ate all the babies. Mm. And my mom told me that sometimes a mother feels that she can't care for her young. So, <laughs> so I was worried that maybe my mom thought. Did your mom find out while you were a kid that you felt this way or as an adult did you share this with her? I shared it as an adult. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, was, I didn't tell anybody for years, uh, except that it came up in counseling. Um, you must have been, that's, if you really felt that way, you were terrified then in your room, scared to death. Yeah, I was very scared. But you felt, in all other, during the daytime, you felt they loved you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, thought they were, I thought they were really trying to get me to warm up to that, like, let my defenses down. Do you, do you have siblings? I have two half-sisters who are much older than me, so they were out of the house. He was, he was on his own. I was on my own. Um, yeah, so camping, but I also didn't like camping, and that frustrated my dad. Uh, and I made him stop at McDonald's once on the way to camping, and a bear then broke into our car later that night because they could, it could smell the McDonald's. So he was really mad at me because <laughs> he I... He said broke into. Not <laughs> 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 like smash. He pulled the window down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, really? He pulled the window down? He pulled the window down. It was intact? It was intact, yeah. And, the, <laughs> and it was like a three-hour drive up into the uh, woods, and so the three-hour drive bag, it smelled like bear. <laughs> like, my dad could not have been more upset. Like, our car just stunk like dirty bear. And we went on a hike, and I was being a baby about it, because I thought he was going to kill me. Uh, <laughs> So I was like, I don't want to keep going. And I kept pushing him, and he got so mad, he threw his hat into the dirt uh, and yelled at me. And that kind of... Um, watching a grown man get mad enough to throw his hat into the dirt, <laughs> made, I, like, I was scared, but I was also... I also saw it as very silly. Uh, it was just him and me in the middle of the woods. And he was like... Ugh! We're just going hiking. Uh, and I felt a little, even though he blew up at me, he didn't seem like a murderer at that point. He just seemed like a, an angry dad who threw his hat down in the dirt. <laughs> Improv! Happy anniversary. Oh, thank you, sweetie. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, I got a question. Uh-huh. Since it's the five-year anniversary, it's one of those, it's probably got a name or whatever. This, this is the platinum anniversary. Oh, okay. I just wanted to make sure it being like one that you mark, mm -hmm. you're not planning at any milestone to kill me, are you? <laughs> Why would you say, I love you. No. I love you so much. Come here. I don't know. I just get nervous that... I could see at a certain point that maybe you're setting me up to kill me. Sweetie, I, I only want you to be healthy and strong and feel loved. That's why I, you know, But even that, I could imagine that you want me to be healthy because maybe you're going to eat me. <laughs> okay. Uh, a couple of things. A couple of things. One, I got the big oven because it was on discount. <laughs> Okay. You never cook anything big, though. Well, well, there 
might be a chance someday. That's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> uh, all right, so I, I got the big oven because because it was on discount, and also our, you know, I, I, the, the the bedroom. I like to keep it warm and toasty, like at night, because because it's easier to sleep when you're warm and toasty. And the and I'm trying to figure out. I've got a, a handyman coming in. He's going to tell us why it gets a degree warmer every night. Uh, but it's got to be something. And then like, you're never in there, though. When I wake up so hot like that. You're a snorer, sweetie. We've been through this. You're a snorer. And you fanatically read gun magazines. <laughs> I mean, you're always, you always have a gun magazine open. Uh, that is a First and Second Amendment right of mine. <laughs> to read about it? You oh, I see, you're right, yeah. <laughs> but can I measure you for a moment? I've got to ask why. <laughs> In this context, it makes me gonna, very nervous. I was going to get you a special outfit for our anniversary. And I just, I, you know, I didn't know whether or not it would fit. Is or... the outfit going to be made of pine? Pine? And be rectangular? <laughs> and able to withstand oh. the pressure of six feet of earth above it? <laughs> so you think I'm going to eat you and then bury just the parts that I don't eat. You're right. That part is irrational. <laughs> awesome. Jake and I enjoyed that one just like Yeah, you. that was great. Thank you. Uh, awesome. So now we'll get into the meat part of the show. That's where... Uh, uh, the guests tell a meaty story from their lives. Uh, Ian, you will be up first, so uh, what would you like to talk about? What's your... Uh... I'm going to talk about an incident that happened to me when I lived in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'm from Milwaukee. Are you? Yeah. I lived there for the first two years after college. Yeah. <laughs> I had a girlfriend who lived in, I think it was Deerfield, or uh -huh. some mm -hmm. suburb. And, yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, the place I lived, you may know it, you'll know these you might know this area. There's an area where there is a tannery. A tannery, if you don't know, is a place where they take animal hides and turn them into leather. A tannery, an ambrosia chocolate factory, and a brewery. And they were all within blocks of each other. And the combined smell of that was what you would imagine Satan's asshole would, <laughs> would smell like it, because it was sweet and yeasty yeah. and, and like and decaying meat. The, what, the, the, the tannery makes a horrible smell, but it was something even more horrible about having you get sucked in with this. It's like when people taste wine, they're like a hint of, there's a little bit of chocolate, a little bit of tanning hide, and a little <laughs> bit of, so I lived in this area, and it was, uh, it was a studio apartment that cost $250 a month. Oh my God. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> That's a combination of it being a very, very shitty apartment and this being 30 years ago. But, <laughs> but it, was, uh, it was very, very shitty. I know I'd have people over my place and a cockroach would go across the TV screen. They'd say, are you going to get that? I'm like, no, but if you want to, you can. Because <laughs> I was just so, there was no way you could beat it. They just, one time I was at work, I worked at a kid's science museum and I opened up my wallet and a cockroach scurried out. <laughs> so, so, like Beetlejuice. <laughs> So I lived, um, I lived next to a prostitute. And this little two-story apartment building that I lived in, 
It had about, I don't know, 12 units, but it had no uh, doorbells on the outside. So someone had to call you ahead of time and let you know they were coming over or knock on your window or if you were above, throw stuff at your window. And so, uh, oh, I should, uh, just to, to set the tone of this apartment building. So the first day I move in, 666 is written on the wall in three foot, like, characters, 666. So I call up my parents, I go, wow, you know, I'm, I'm scared, this is weird. And they say, well, if it was real blood, it wouldn't be red. And I said, it's not, I said, it's not, it's brown. And they said, oh, well, if it's real blood, it'll wipe off with water. I go out there with a wet paper towel, okay, it's brown and it wipes off with water. Get a crucifix, put it up in your apartment. And I, I did. I, was, I said, you know why? Oh, you know, yeah, better safe than sorry. So now nothing ever came of that, but I lived next door to this uh, prostitute. And so guys would come all through the day and they'd knock on my window because I lived next door to Holly. Is Holly there? Next door. And they go knock on her window. And so this one day I'm sitting in my apartment. Oh, Another, I'm sorry, I'm not, this isn't a great planned out story. <laughs> so this, this woman, for, I was smoking for three months maybe, and I had the misfortune of this woman coming to knock on my door and ask me if I had a cigarette, and I did. So I said, here you go. Then I stopped smoking, but she was convinced I had cigarettes. She said, come on, give me a cigarette. I don't have a cigarette. Come on, I know you smoke. Give me a cigarette. I don't have a, and then I'd see her at the laundry. It was like, have you ever seen Treasure the Sierra Madre? He keeps running into the guy. He says, do you have a nickel for a fellow American? Like he meets him three times during the movie. That would be this woman, Holly. I'd catch her out at the, she'd go, you got a cigarette? I said, you just asked me back at my apartment. That'd be at the laundromat down the street. So, finally, here's the main story. So, one day, I'm there in my apartment, and I hear a window break. I'm like, oh, that's weird. I hear a second window break, and then I never did this, because I told you this is an apartment where 666 was on the wall. I had left my door unlocked, and Holly runs into my apartment and says, help, help, he's trying to kill me, he's got a gun, help, help. I'm like, what? He goes, this, second, this guy's trying to kill me, he's got a gun. I'm like, okay, okay, go in the bathroom. And so then, and there was a studio apartment, so she went in this bathroom, and then I called the police and I said, hey, this woman from next door says a guy's trying to kill her. He's got a gun. She's in my apartment. I give her the address, you know, send the police. And then I call up my girlfriend at the time and I said, hey, and I'm sitting on the bed in my studio apartment going, yeah, I got this the lady here from next door and she says that this guy's trying to kill her with a gun. And we're talking for a while. And she goes, where are you calling me from? The, the apartment, I'm sitting on my bed there's a guy with a gun looking for this woman, you're on the first floor. And I had my windows open. I'm like, oh yeah, that's not a good idea. <laughs> so then I go and I finish up the conversation. So now I'm sitting with the prostitute sitting on my toilet and I'm sitting on the edge of the bathtub talking to my girlfriend on the phone. And finally she goes, are the, the police haven't come yet? I said, yeah, it's been a long time. I gotta call back. So I called back the police. I said, hey, I called earlier. She goes, Okay, I said, I mentioned the guy had a gun, right? Wait, he has a gun? I said, yeah, I led with that, he has a gun. And she said, oh, oh, and then all of a sudden it was like, we're gonna bring some over right away. So then I'm waiting there and I get off the phone and the phone rings in my apartment and it's the police. And here's where this is all on me because this makes no sense. 
I think it's the guy trying to trick me to come out of the apartment. <laughs> so I had some, some weights, you know, like lifting weights. <laughs> well, I had like, like not a doorstop, but like for exercise. Dumbbells. And so, dumbbells, that's what you call them, lifting weights. <laughs> I, had a, I had a drive thing, a car, yeah, yeah, a car. <laughs> but, um, so I pick up a dumbbell and I go to the front door. Remember, the reason they called is because you can't get in because there's no buzzer. So I go to the front door and I open it with this thing cocked back to hit them and the cops go for their guns because they're coming to get a guy who's violent and looking to kill someone. And I go, ah, no, 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 I'm the one who called, I'm the one who called. They're like, okay. <laughs> you know, so, and then they come in and this is where I got an eye opener about how you get treated depending on where you are in the social strata. So they interview this woman and they start out okay, but this, they get a beat on her at a certain point. So they're saying, uh, so what did this guy look like? And she goes, I don't know, well, was he tall, was he short? He was tall, and there was a short little cop and a tall cop. And they said, which, like, which one of us? And she had said tall. She points right at the little short guy and says, like you. They folded up the little notebooks, put them in their pockets, said, all right, so uh, we're gonna take off. Oh. And we're like, what? So in other words, like, you're, you're a druggie, you're, you know, you don't, and whatever. And she goes, what should I do? I don't know, I wouldn't stay here tonight. And, uh, oh. and they left. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's, where did she stay? Where did you stay? Uh, oh, I stayed there. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I feel like that, that story needs like the Looney Tunes outro song at the end. <laughs> Just to, like, like ramp it up and pick it up. And so they said, uh, don't. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of yeah disheartening at the end to realize <laughs> if you are a prostitute and someone's chasing you with a gun, they probably don't care. Because they, remember at the same time, oh, by the way, Dahmer was in that very area. Oh, where, okay. Yeah, it, was that, that, it was that time, too. Yeah. I graduated in 87. Okay. So, yeah, that's... Yeah, it was the prime time. And the cops, I remember there was famously, there was a guy outside Dahmer's apartment yeah. crying. Yeah. And they just ignored him and said, uh, you know, whatever, it's a gay spat, and da da da. So this is how they were if you weren't someone they cared about. Yeah, it was a naked guy. It was a naked, naked guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's, let's get into that. Great for a comedy show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking real shit. Okay, there's a man outside. Uh, he's got a gun. Uh, let's just uh, let's just remain calm. All right. Okay. Let's turn on the NBA Finals. Just enjoy ourselves. Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. What? Call the cops. Well, he'll, things will calm down. You, didn't you ever hear that thing after? I don't want to bring this up again, but 9/11, where they were like, uh, oh if you You're change like... your plans, the terrorists win. What? What? <laughs> what? Yeah. Could on 9-11, I had a physics teacher, and he was, uh, we, were, we were, it was, 9-11 was happening, and he was like, we're going on with the lesson, otherwise the terrorists win. We're not watching TV or talking about it. You had an insane physics professor. That's all that, that wasn't a, a great, government mandate. Mm, he you wrote me a record. And by the way, I don't think this guy with the gun is trying to disrupt our normal American lives. He just wants to kill somebody. So I, okay. Just, just call the cops. What? Am I the only one with a phone here? Fuck. I don't get a signal in your You know what happened. You came running in like a maniac saying there's a guy with a gun. Okay. Tell him what happened. I can't give the information. <sighs> okay. 
I'll see if I can get a hold of him. What is your? Can you turn on your TV? How do you? Uh, Wait, wait, what? What? what are you doing? Why are you? Let's watch the finals. You push all power on. Power on. There I'll you. watch the finals. You put his concentrate on, on DirecTV. You have DirecTV? Uh, no, I don't. I think it's two oh six. But we. All right, I'm calling the cops. <laughs> Probably. And I'm gonna hand the phone to you. How many numbers did you just? <laughs> I'm calling the direct cop, cop number. You? Oh, so like a business card? Yeah. Just put it up. I know a detective. Hello. Hello, Detective Freeman. Oh, hey, how's it going? They're interviewing I gotta, LeBron. I got a whisper. My maniac friend is obsessed with the finals. Um, okay, are you okay? Well, no, I'm okay. Oh, no, no, he, he's a maniac, but not that kind of maniac. I'm calling about, there's a guy with a gun outside. Oh, okay. The apartment where we're watching the game. Okay, and what's the emergency? What do, you, do you have the TV on? Yeah. And the, the game is going? Why are you, yeah. Well, I had a history teacher in seventh grade. And he said... You know, our educators are ruining people's natural responses to danger. He said those who don't study history are failed to repeat it. Um, Wait, I think you, mis you misquoted that man. <laughs> I think doomed to repeat it, maybe? Doomed to repeat it, possibly. I don't know. Possibly. Um, is it hot in here? Shit. So, it, <laughs> is it too hey, hot you know in what? There? This is crazy. You gotta get somebody here. Okay. Uh, well, um, what snacks are you missing? <laughs> the emergency does not have to do with the NBA Finals. Tell him to get, did he ask about snacks? <laughs> How would you know that? Yes. <laughs> well, because I can tell, because that's the next obvious question he should ask. It's not Gardettos. the last... Gardettos. Do you know what Gardettos are? I don't, but he wants Gardettos. I do know what Gardettos are. Of course you do. You so, two are like twins. <laughs> what is a Gardettos? It's, oh my God. Well, you're gonna, your mind's going to be blown when they get here. They don't know Wonderful. what Gardettos are? Uh, I'll send an extra squad car. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm looking are they at, on their way? I don't think so. <laughs> they better be, because I need a salty snack mix. But if they are, they're basically delivering snack foods. All right. Well, I'm going to... It is hot. I'm gonna look out the, uh, looking out the window. Okay, so it looks like the maniac out here has now lit the building, the base of the building on fire with okay, gas. I'm going. Goodbye. <laughs> don't. What do you mean, don't? Of course I'm going. Come on, everyone, let's go. Get out of here. The apartment building is on fire. Yeah, it's okay though. I, it, we're we're second floor, baby. We're gonna be all right. <laughs> second floor. Fireworks. Fire heats above. We're going to burn alive. <sighs> you know who else is gonna burn it up tonight? Is LeBron Fire department, um, please stand back from the door. We're going to need an axe to break it down. No, you won't. Uh, we can open the door from look the other side. I don't think we're going to get the lazy boy in that door <laughs> if we don't break it down. What, you... <laughs> Hi. Hi. Why did you bring a lazy boy? Because um, the, otherwise the terrorists will win. <laughs> the name of your teacher? Uh, Mr. Patterson. Is it the same teacher? Yeah, that was my physics teacher. Patterson. Patterson, yeah. Yeah. You had, you went to, you went to MLHS? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, what, what class? Uh, I was in 02. 02? Yeah. Uh, what about 9-11? Guys, 9 we, are in a, we are burning <laughs> in a building that has a man with a gun outside it. I'm going to go outside and risk, because fire is a guaranteed death. Gun, yeah. I might be able to dodge. I'm with you. I'm, I'm leaving. Ah, Later, uh, guys. 
All right, fine. Okay. See you later. <clears throat> what's, a, what's up with that lazy boy? Well, if you want to help me get it in through the... I think if we turn it on its side, we can probably uh, squeeze it around the corner. These ah. men are standing inches apart from each other, but the smoke is so thick they can't see. <laughs> All right, well, I think it's worth a shot. <laughs> okay. Uh, you grab a... You got that end? Yeah, I'll get... Well, we have to go out and get it, right? Yeah. Did you get it up the stairs by yourself? Of course I did. <laughs> That's remarkable. Mr. You're Patterson back. said, if you can't pull a chair upstairs... Excuse me, fellas. <laughs> I'm in the apartment next door. Could you help yeah. me? I need to tent my TV. <laughs> It's getting really smoky. I'm having a hard time seeing, seeing the game. Yeah, I'm happy to help. Tent it? Yeah. Is that, I don't know what that is, but I'm happy to help. Well, you put a tent over it so the smoke can't get to oh, it. Oh, got it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> hey, baby. Hey, baby. How you doing? Not bad. How, how are you, Bernice? Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I'm okay. I... I fucked all morning. <laughs> I, I heard that, yeah. You heard it? Yep. You heard it? Yeah. Are the walls thin or am I loud? I mean, the walls are very thin. We're, we're talking through a hole in one right now. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I was wondering, because you know why I made this hole is so you could fish me some cigarettes through it once in a while. <laughs> and I haven't uh, seen any cigarettes come through this hole in a long time. I told you, I quit. I got, you quit? Yeah, I got the patch and everything. You quit? Okay, so that has nothing to do with me. Well, I'm not going to simply supply you with cigarettes once I have done smoking cigarettes. Did, was I not clear about what the hole is for? Honestly, I'm trying to get this hole patched up. I, you patch it up, I'll drill a new one in another location. <sighs> I, I bought a drill to drill a hole. What else am I going to use it for? To put together furniture, to... Check your couch. <sighs> I can't see. Check your couch. All right. I mean... You got any cigarettes in the, like, under the cushions? Everybody leaves a cigarette lying around. You know what? Actually, my friend Mike came over. He might have left some in the... He might have left one or two on my coffee table. Oh, that's great. So you're lying. No, I'm not lying. I don't smoke anymore. Okay. Well, then you can send them through. Send them one. You said there were two. I'm not a store. I don't know what... Also, this isn't how stores work. Stores would take money. Just, just... Okay, how about this? If you can get all the cigarettes out of your apartment, I will leave you alone. All right, well, I think this is it. So here's the, here's the last, that's the whole pack that Mike left. You check the freezer? I don't need to check the freezer. No one freezes cigarettes. Well, then you, they, if you don't freeze them, they go stale. I don't, no one keep, all right. <laughs> I'll check the freezer. Thank you. <clears throat> it is a studio. <laughs> hey! Hey, what's up, friend? Hey. <laughs> Come on, what are you doing? Uh, I'm out of shampoo. You got like a hotel shampoo? <laughs> like just a, like a, a hotel shampoo. I don't have a hotel shampoo. I Do you have a regular shampoo? Hey, and... I've, got a, I've got a hotel shampoo. Oh, okay, pass it to this dude. He'll pass it through to me. Right. I'm not gonna... <laughs> we have doors in a lobby in this place. <laughs> All right, get over here. I, you know, please, can we... <laughs> Patch that up. Thank can we you. patch that up? Please, wait, wait, you can wait, wait. knock next time. That, I'm was, that was conditioner. I'm sorry. That was conditioner. Oh, here, patch that back. I don't use conditioner. I have naturally oily hair. It makes my hair a mess. Put it on the ground. I'll take it. What? Up here, pal. Oh, Jesus Christ. God damn it. I'm going to feed down this vacuum tube. Uh, 
I'm gonna hook it up to a vacuum. You should be able to just shoot that conditioner right up the tube. You want the conditioner? Yes, please. Guys, I need some privacy in this place. There's holes everywhere in my apartment. Can you ask him, either of those gentlemen, if they smoke? Can you? No. Outside. I can't hear. Here, here's a cup on a string. You want to feed it to her? A cup on a. She wants to know. If, yeah. Okay. God damn it. All right. She wants to. Please connect me. Hello. 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 Hi. Hi. What did you need? Would you got any cigarettes? Let me check the freezer. Okay. Hey, do me a favor. Uh, let me cup talk to the guy upstairs. Just like the. Ah. I'm not an operator. You know, I have to go to work here in like five minutes. Hey, I only heard one half of the conversation. What is it you're looking for? Uh, me? Uh, she was looking for cigarettes. I needed conditioner, and I was hoping to get some sort of sweet treat. Oh, the lady has conditioner. Yes. What are you looking for? I need shampoo. Oh, I've got some shampoo. Hey, uh, I could make some uh, brown sugar cookies. Ooh, that would be delicious. All right. Okay. Hey, yeah. Uh, I gotta go. I gotta get off the cup phone for a second. Second. Okay. Hey, dude. I just promised I'd make some uh, brown sugar cookies. You got brown sugar and flour? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not much of a baker. God damn it. I've got, hey. I've got brown rice flour. What do you got? I got like regular sugar, like table sugar. But right, I, well, I promised brown. You know what? Josh, what's he looking for? Hold on. I gotta pick up this cup. <laughs> he wants. He's now looking for the ingredients to make you a sweet treat. Oh, Can I've we, got hey, brown let's... sugar. Would that help? <laughs> Nothing helps at this point. <laughs> what helps is if you patched up all these holes and got out of my life. Hey, guys, yeah. well, let's make an agreement. I feel like the cup phone is leaving some of us out of the conversation. <laughs> so let's try either we got to get multiple extensions to the cup phone or we got to make bigger holes. Or we well, could go outside. Josh, can you put me through to Ian? <laughs> ah, you didn't hear that? <laughs> Last I, bit? I just heard we could go outside. <sighs> Cut phone to yeah. Here's what were you suggesting? Oh, I was saying that, uh, which is this is ironic because I'm part of the problem at this moment. But <laughs> the cup phone, I think, is kind of excluding some people. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm going to share this. Wait. Hey, just so you know, the reason I bring up the cup phone is oh. that the guy upstairs asked me what I had been talking about. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. You see how this is a problem? I think me. Josh is centrally located. Maybe we could set him up as some sort of like operator, uh, and then he could plug us into different yeah, I'm connections. Gonna, I'm going to fish another line through the hole. <laughs> if you could patch me through to the existing line. I don't. Do I have to tie the strings? <laughs> yeah, it's like a conference call. Okay. Okay, great. Why am I even participating, guys? I'm uh, telling you. Oh three my minutes. God, this is amazing! Oh wow. Well, no, no, I need a cup. Can you hand me a cup? Can you hand me a cup? I can find. Yes, I How about a cup? Right, so look up Thank you so much. All right, there we go. Hello, boys. Oh, hello. hello. Oh, I recognize that voice. Yeah, that's me. I'm fucking 2B. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. So this is a. Uh, so it's a one bedroom, huh? This is the this is the apartment you're renting. Yep. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, phew. Two fifty. Yeah. Two fifty. I mean that's pretty cheap. Are we gonna do anything about like the roaches here? Or is there is no. the smell? Is the smell like? Is that native to the apartment or the area? That's the area. That's the area. Is, yeah, anywhere with eight, eight blocks of here is gonna smell like this. Waft. Waft. Oh. <laughs> oh. Roach just came up my ear. Okay. 
<laughs> Look, it, the reason it's 250 is because it's a shithole. Yeah. I'm definitely not going to put any work into it. This is what it is. I assume you must be pretty poor to even be looking at this. Yeah. Yeah. I coach improv. Uh, no. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty, I mean, yes, I'm, I'm poor. I mean, 250's a dream in L.A., I'll tell you that. Um, I'll take it. We cut to present day. Josh, you're using a time machine to get cheaper rent in L.A.? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's great. Insane. I have, it, believe me, I'm, it, it, it's for rent mostly, but I'm also blowing people's minds. <laughs> yeah, but you could just... Just live into the present day or rent a nicer apartment in the past. That's true. I could go further in the past. No, really no. <laughs> That's no. right. I've been misusing this time machine. No, don't go further in no, the past. No, I'm going to go further in the past and really, really take advantage of stuff. Uh, there we cut, go. Cut to the present. Josh, this, this place is a cave uh, with then a thatched roof off the edge of it. That's not a deal. That's... It's a pretty nice deal. I bought it for, a, I, I started a fire for a guy. <laughs> oh. Fire late. Fire late. What the hell, you brought something back with you? He insisted, uh, he didn't. Have you never seen a sci-fi movie? Yeah, I've seen some sci-fi. Fire late. He's... You, you understand, this is gonna disrupt the whole time continuum thing. Well, it could. I also could keep him here. Do you know? To disrupt it, I have to... Cut to a bank. Uh, hello, uh, are you depositing fire today or withdrawing some fire? I will be withdrawing some fire, please. All right. Okay. Uh, How much fire would you like to withdraw? Um, can I just get a, I guess, like a kindling's worth? Uh, oh, excuse me? <laughs> a kindling? A kindling's Just worth. a little kindling. Oh, I, owe, I am so I owe... sorry. You, it, you are overdrawn are you on shitting fire. Me? What's in that safe? Water. <laughs> Uh, awesome. Uh, great. Well, thanks for sharing that, Ian. Uh, where is that in Milwaukee? Like, is it the east side or is it like by Marquette? I'm just curious. Mar I used to work right by Marquette at the, at, there was a kid's science museum in the yeah. public library, but no, it was, um, it's hard to just, I, I can't remember anymore. Yeah, I think it was, that's east side-ish. I know that's where yeah. Dahmer, I think it, so. it was, I was, I was dating a woman that lived in that area and that's how I just ended up there. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I lived above a coffee roaster. It was my first apartment and it was really nice. It nice. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. It nice. Uh, uh, awesome. Well, let's move on to you, Heather. All right. Um, you know, I, uh, the camping got me thinking about, um, I camped a lot as a kid uh, and uh, my parents had a uh, sort of a plot of land uh, 45 minutes north of Green Bay. So you also lived huh? You also, I forgot, you also Yeah, on the, and on the weekends, we would drive up there and, and camp every weekend. Uh, and that was, that, that's sort of like a side note to the story I think I'm going to tell. Okay. Which is that I was in a, uh, a uh, cross-country team uh, and uh, in high school, and we went on a cross-country camping trip um, where all of us went out to the middle of nowhere and there were cabins and like a common cabin. This was my only like group uh, camping experience in my life was this one cross country trip. 
Um, and we would train all day long. You would just run. <laughs> like there was no, there was no like equipment. Also, it's cross country. You just run. Like it would be like you wake up, you eat breakfast, and be like, okay, you're gonna run like 12 miles before lunch, and then you run, and then you have lunch, and then they're like, great, now you're gonna run. <laughs> so like anyway, um, at the end of how long should this story be? Five, ten minutes. Oh, no. Whatever, okay. we just talk. So I might have talk. to talk. It's all right. You don't have to talk about it. Uh, so the end of one of the days, it's all uh, all the women, girls, ladies, uh, finished our um, <clears throat> finished our running, finished our dinner. We're sitting around this giant fireplace uh, that, you know, it was like human being size, like a really tall, wide fireplace. And uh, there was a, a mouse problem. Mm-hmm. In, the, in the common building, because the kitchen was there or whatever, uh, and a mouse ran into the circle of, uh, of women, uh, and everybody screamed and kind of looked to me as an authority of, like, do something, Heather, do something. And so I stomped, uh, not like to frighten him out of the circle. And instead, it ran straight into the fire <laughs> in front of all high school girls, and then ran out on fire. <laughs> oh! <laughs> and and ran around on fire with everybody screaming and say, like ah! Ah! myself included. And it ran around in like a really tight circle and then died. <laughs> It's a dumb mouse. It was really. Imagine. I mean, it would be like if a if a a thing the size of this room suddenly stomped. I would run. I wouldn't know where I would run. I would run immediately. And if there was fire, I might think, oh, this is safer than the foot. (laughs) Anyway, this story is short. (laughs) <laughs> that's the end of it. It's just like, I killed a mouse on fi- I set a mouse on fire inadvertently in front of a group of high school girls, my peers. Not like now. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be wild. Different. Yes. Um, and it was so traumatizing. I didn't get in trouble. Yeah. Like, there was no, it was just sort of like this grim sadness. <laughs> and we all kind of just sat there. The fire went from being pretty to being like horrible. Somebody got like a dustpan and scooped up the body of the mouse and <laughs> threw it in the garbage. I think that's what you gotta do, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. shit. <laughs> uh, there's a, I mean, uh, there's a few animal, I like a few times that, I feel like there's frogs in uh, where my parents had their plot of land and uh-huh. often they would dig a hole in the, probably because it was warm, in the fire pit, they would dig under the fire pit, and then when you would start the fire, like frogs would come out of the fire and die. <laughs> <laughs> you've had, you've had more than your share of animals dying in fires. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's always, yeah. Yeah. My, uh, <laughs> it's my camping story. <laughs> my only experience with like seeing an animal die, well, I have two. Oh, shit. Want to talk about animal death? Oh, man. I have <laughs> the worst it. animal death story of all time. Great. Well, let's do it. It's <laughs> yes. the worst. It's so bad. Okay. It's so bad. It's going to ruin everyone's night. You ready? <laughs> yeah. 
What? I, Please, okay, go ahead. What? I was going to ask what kind of animal, but if it spoils no, no, the story. No, 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 no. So, okay. uh, <laughs> oh my God, this is the worst. Uh, and I, I laugh because it's so bad. Um, so I used to live over at Orange Grove. Uh, my first apartment in LA was at Beverly and Fairfax, like on Orange Grove. Uh, back when it was cheap, before the Grove was there. So I had a two-bedroom, talking about cheap rents, I had a two-bedroom at Beverly and Fairfax all to myself for $900. Because I was nothing. <laughs> I got laughed really hard. Yeah, and uh, I shouldn't have ever given it. a hardwood floor. It's so great, old, like uh, 1930s uh, bathroom. So gorgeous, great. Separate, separate shower and tub. Okay, anyway. Uh, so in a parking space, also in a garage. Uh, the garage didn't have a, cl- a closing door. It just had like an. Oh, it was like an open garage uh, because it was a shit. Also, we had our. Oh God, we are. Um, our laundry machines were outside, and homeless people would use them as toilets. Uh. So you couldn't wash clothes in the laundry machines because it was always filled with shit. Uh, the top I can't loader. really imagine the washer working that way. Huh? Like <laughs> you load a washer from the uh, no, top load. Not. Top load. That's top, top load. Loading, they pull it up like that was my problem with it. And sit and just <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so one day uh, I had uh, two two friends. Um, were over and the car was parked in this little tiny garage uh, and it was so tight a uh, parking space that only one of us would get in like it was a two-door car so I'd get in and pull the car out so I got in and pulled and started to back up uh, and the window was down because it's hot in LA and all of a sudden I heard the worst noise I could imagine it was like like, like that and uh, somebody goes, stop, 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 stop. And I'm like, whoa, what, what happened? What happened? And they're like, I don't know, I don't know. There's something under your car. And I was like, oh, God, is it a cat? And they were like, I don't know, I don't know. I'm like, do I pull forward? Like, no, you might run over it again. And I'm like, okay, okay, uh, what, do I, what do I do? What do I do? And they're like, well, you have to pull out. We have, you have to pull out. So I pulled my car out. And a cat had laid its kittens. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm magic someone listen. So I had killed six kittens <laughs> at once. And one of them was slightly offline with the other kittens because they were using my tire as like a safe little place to lay underneath. So one was kind of still alive but it was not gonna make it, and the cat was nowhere. It was just six kittens. <laughs> I'm imagining someone listening to this, like gonna walk through the park, just throwing their phone. <laughs> Why did they do this? <laughs> so one of them was still alive, and I was like, ah, ah, and my friend was crying, and, and I was like, call animal control, call animal control. And it sort of flopped around and then died. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was, oh, there, my day was ruined. <laughs> we were all on our way to lunch. We didn't go to lunch. We just stood looking at the bodies of six kittens. Uh, and just my car, just in the alley, and we just waited for animal control to show up, and they were like, yeah, we'll be there in a couple of hours. Because they, they de- they're dead. <laughs> they're not doing anything. Uh, and that was, anyway, that was the worst 
Okay, I got a real quick animal death story. What's the kind of animal everyone's... This, this is just nothing. I'm just going to cut the chase tell you, we're only going to kill a mouse in this one. Okay. okay. And it's a mouse. It's not like a pet mouse. But I, I, uh, I was having a friend over to my apartment in New York, and they were doing construction on the building. And when they did construction on the building, we started getting mice. And so eventually how they solved it was they stuck steel wool in every little crevice Every little, and that stops them from coming into your apartment. But before that, I had traps. Now, my friend is a, a big animal rescue person, and she was, thought that I should be capturing them live and taking them to the park and releasing them. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. That's just like recycling the mice. They're going to come back in. And so, and so, you know, so she's a vegetarian and she cares about animals and she doesn't want to hurt any animals. She's done stuff like brought a raccoon that's been hit by a car to a vet. The vet's like, uh, what? I don't know, you know, it's like, I mean, you'd have to pay $3,000 if I was going to, or I could euthanize him. It's like, oh. So, so anyway, um, so while I'm, while I'm there, while she's there staying, one of the traps goes. But the max come squealing. I'm like, oh no. I said, Vic, I gotta do something right now. I'm so sorry. And I went, had to go over, and there was like a little counter that divided, it was a studio, it divided the sleeping area from the kitchen. And I just had to go over there and just, just step on step on the metal so it would crack its neck, but it went crack. Like it made this, this snapping sound. And she, so it was, it was the worst thing that could have happened for my friend who's so sensitive that I had to murder a mouse in front of her, like crack its neck. Ooh. There's a lot more animal death sounds than I anticipated in this episode. <laughs> yeah. A lot more. <laughs> Maybe you should air this like three in. Of the tour? Yeah. You know, like... <laughs> oh, it's coming out next week. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Awesome. Uh, well, let's do some scenes of that. <laughs> I'm talking real shit. Improv! All right. Before we get started here, we got to deal with some fire safety rules. Great. Okay, guys? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got it. Okay. Fire is beautiful, mm -hmm. and it can be fun, and it can be useful to humans. Mm -hmm. But it can also be very dangerous. Okay. Mm -hmm. The first thing you want to do is when you go to any fire pit, uh -huh. whether it's an existing fire pit or you've just made it, you need to dig underneath for frogs. <laughs> because frogs anticipate where fire is going to be because they like warmth. And so anytime you're gonna start a fire, and that, that's not just a fire out in the woods, a stove is a fire too. <laughs> So if you light a stove, you should be looking for frogs first. I gotta be on frog alert anytime there's a fire. Yes. <laughs> what, if, what about a lighter? Yeah, no. T you look for tiny Amazonian tree frogs. Will they put the fire out? What is with you, Stu? <laughs> what? No, they won't. I thought we were talking about the beauty of fire. This seems like a lot of frog precautions. Just, you, the, of course a frog isn't going to put a fire out, right? I don't mean to suck up, <laughs> Mr. Jetson, but... No, like, <laughs> that's actually very astute. No, the frog will not put the fire out. The frog is there because it enjoys the fire, but it doesn't understand 
that it's going to kill it. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I, I feel like I could start a fire right now. There would not be any frogs underneath that fire. What we'll do is, as a teaching, uh -huh. we'll let you start a fire. We have to let it burn down, and tomorrow we will uncover the charred corpses of the frogs. <laughs> and then everyone will know that what I said was true and will lead their lives accordingly. So start a fire right now. You don't get this check for frogs. Don't check for frogs. You start the fire. Start the fire. Okay, okay. You're not allowed to check for frogs. I cut to the next day. All right. We're going to uncover. First of all, I, I couldn't sleep at all. Let's get this gray ash. going to get the gray ash out of the way. Well, I didn't sleep the gray ash because... The frog buries itself underneath where it anticipates the fire is going to be. I didn't even know frogs could dig. Shouldn't we be training for this cross-country match? <laughs> Big Shot. Big Shot wants to start training, and then you'll be the first one to die in a fire. Oh, what? This was step one. I'm sure there are other steps. Step oh, one, there's, I have a list of 19 fire safety rules, but this young woman had to hold us up. Okay. Stay. This list is frogs, toads, chameleons, uh, nudes. Yes. Is stop, drop, and roll anywhere on here? No. That's common sense. These are things you wouldn't have thought of. Okay. Do you want? Do you want to go through life with the death of an amphibian on your conscience? I don't think I will. Really? Because this this girl's going to watch this. Oh my! <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! That's oh. one charred oh. front. Here, catch it. No, no. You catch it. Ah. Crumbled in the air. Here's another charred. What? I don't. Oh, God. Oh, that's too. Oh, and a salamander. What? Congratulations. Could the argument be made that maybe this is good, like in a Darwinian way? Like these, amphib these frogs and salamanders should maybe learn from their. Like, learn well, from their mistakes? be them learning if it's Darwinian. It would be that they wouldn't get to breed because they were killed in the fires. Yeah. And then you would end up with a breed of frog that was scared of fire. That'd be good though, right? I that would solve this problem. We wouldn't have to do these 19 steps. <laughs> You're depending on genetic mutation. What if there's not a mutation and they never learn and we just kill every frog? The only way it's going to happen, we'd have to have the lucky accident that you get an anomaly. A frog that isn't obsessed with fire. We cut to the cross-country match. Uh, it appears the students from Deerfield are... Uh, one of them has broken off and gone into the stands. They're putting out a man smoking a cigarette. They're stomping his cigarette out. Uh, I can't read lips. Greg, it appears he's shouting, frog, 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 frog. Frog, frog. yes, that's right. Um, and for all of our three listeners who listen to cross-country <laughs> high school <laughs> commentary, uh, yeah, this is chaos from, uh, from <laughs> Deerfield Eye. Ken, it's you, me, and somebody else listening. I didn't know there's a third There must be, they said there was no. three of us. Yes, Ken. I always felt it was just us. I assumed we were the only ones tuning in. Who is this devil? Oh, we've got to get them. We, we, could, we could have a threesome. What? <laughs> okay, so you have bed bugs. Oh, oh, God. Um, oh, come but, on. 
Don't worry. Oh. Don't worry. We can get rid of them. We can treat this in a very humane way. So, what? I, don't, uh, I don't care. Just get rid of them. Like, bleach my bed. I don't care. That wouldn't do the trick. What, uh, what, bed bugs are ferociously... They're, they're ferociously stubborn and uh, vibrant can, animals. Can I, throw out, can I throw out my mattress? I don't need the humane. I don't, they don't have feelings. They're bugs. Oh, but they do. No. <laughs> uh, well, you, what, the idea here with my, uh, my brand of extermination is, is this, that... Wait, this is your uniform? This hemp poncho? Yes. <laughs> this is all natural hemp. Oh, okay, um, okay. Uh, this is how I do it. Yes, well, the, the idea is we... We could take your mattress if you're willing to part with it. Absolutely. Just oh, get that'd them be, out. That's so nice of you. What's my other option? Um, well, we could just collect these bed bugs, summon them into uh, organic jars one by one. What and then we an take them to... an organic jar? An organic jar? Like oh, glass? Uh, what? Is like it glass? Organic glass, yeah. <laughs> Can you give an example of inorganic glass? Sure, like lava lamp stuff. <laughs> That's enough on that. Let's keep moving. Uh, so what we do is we take, we collect, we summon the bed bugs. Uh, summon? Yes, we summon them. What with, does that mean? Um, like, do they respond to... What we'll need is we'll need to actually, we'll set you as a trap. Because no, what they do no, thirst no, for no, is no, human blood. No, what? No, no I don't want to okay, do this. Well, if you don't I don't want to get rid of your bed bugs. I'm, you know, I, I, I'm, you, were the, you were listed first. Yes, of course. What do you mean, of course? I'm the best in town. And also I paid Google. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I feel, I just want them out. I want to make sure there are no bed bugs anywhere in my house. I don't care if we kill them, crush them, any. What, what we're gonna do is we're gonna send them to basically a bed bug resort. Why? To keep them there. To the, keep, the problem with bed bugs. I don't want bugs. them to retire. Okay. I don't want them to have a good life. Well then, well, then I guess we'll. I'll see you later. Oh uh, no. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Fine. I don't want to go through calling another. Person. Oh, there's one right there. Oh. Hold on, hold on a second. Where? Where? Uh, you're a little guy. Right here on the, on the edge of your couch. Don't talk to it! Come on. Put it in a cup. Put it in a cup. <laughs> what do you do for a living? I'm curious. <laughs> I, I'm in between work. Uh, I, I, I just leave. I never get so to... So you, you're here? Huh? You're here, you're watching Netflix all day? Is that it? Yeah, yeah. So what if, what if I came here during the middle of the day and just started flipping around to what I wanted to watch on Netflix? What I'm trying to say is if that was your job. You know what, I know what I'm doing here, let's do this. Oh, I, oh, okay, I see. So if you came into my apartment and you were like, you watch this on Netflix, that would be like me telling you to put the bed bug in a cup? Because yes. that doesn't track. It tracks for me perfectly. Come here, buddy. Stop talking to it. Come here. Stop Oh! I killed it. <laughs> Just go to your front door. Why? Lock. <laughs> now listen, we're gonna have a problem here. Uh, that was a bed bug murder that you just did. Uh, and I will have you know that as much as you think you've solved a problem, his family and friends are not gonna like what you just did. They're gonna start fucking like rabbits Wait, the, the or bed bugs. The response to a family death in bed bugs is fuck. To make more bed bugs. Guys. Yes. <laughs> They just killed one of us. <laughs> We've got to start fucking and reproducing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make so many offspring. I'm gonna bite the shit out of that bitch. <laughs> All right, I'm not happy about it, but let's get to fucking. Not, not each other, you asshole. We're gonna go find the lady bug bugs. Well, what? Why do? Why, why do, do you, you and I just warm up on each other? You just wanna fuck me. 
I'm just saying I don't want to... How dare you use the tragic death of one of our brethren to just try to fuck me? I'm not. I put in their knee... I'm with you. We've got to get revenge, and we want to do it the right way. There's so. no revenge because I can't breed. Okay, well, just a spar, then. Just like <laughs> a dry run at it. To make I don't sure wanna... I do a good fuck when I get to a lady bed bug? Yeah, if you do a bad fuck, then she won't let you fuck again, and then we've got fewer offspring. I'll tell well, you what, you're doing good. Only, be only because we're wasting time and I gotta get to fucking. If I gotta fuck you to get to fucking them so we can fuck that one who killed one of us, then I'll fuck you. Okay, great. Let me light these candles. <laughs> ah, it doesn't have to be romantic. Just what? get it out of the way. What? I just wanna. I'm not making a big mood. production out of this. I'm just gonna get in there, bust my nut, and then go get my job done. Well, <laughs> we come back to the humans. You see what they're doing here? Those are tiny candles. <laughs> Oh, so it's okay for the bedbugs to kill Don't frogs? Speak. You're not going to stop them? <laughs> so you're not going inter to intervene? The bugs can kill frogs, but I can't kill bugs. Which would have saved those frogs' life. Mm, Lives. Frogs are stupid creatures. <laughs> They're obsessed with fire. <laughs> why, are those why are those two male bedbugs... Oh, good eye. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Heather, I appreciate you disclosing what is a large number of animal deaths you've been involved in, but they seem involuntary. I don't see that there's any reason that uh, we couldn't hire you to work on this farm and give us a hand around here. Okay. I, I just felt, you know, like I'm pretty desperate for work, so I am trying to work on a farm. <laughs> well, not everyone who works on a farm is desperate, but... <laughs> I just, I just wanted to be clear, because in case there was an incidental animal death, that you wouldn't be able to look at, like, because I'm sure that the animal control has on record that I've murdered many animals. Well, yes, you caused their death, but those are, I mean, those are wild coincidences. I don't imagine it's going to happen again, right? Uh, so, um, yeah, we'll just need you to uh, feed the chickens over here. Great. Uh, See, one of the chickens is a fashioned a noose and hung themselves. Oh my god. <laughs> what? What? Uh, What's wrong? Uh, oh, is it that chicken? I've uh, seen that before. You've seen a chicken hang itself? Yeah, the last farm I interviewed, they all, like, all of them. <laughs> oh my, oh my god. Uh, hey, hey, Charlie. Mm, yeah. Uh, can I just get you for a second? Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to be leaving. I, I got a better offer. What? I'm going to suck dicks at a glory hole. No more farm work for me. I feel like that's a that's a waste. That's a step down. Oh, you got the you got the glory hole job? What? You got the glory hole job? Yeah. Hey, you'll get out of farming someday, kid. I treat you both know. well. Huh? I treat you well. This is be up at five thirty oh. in the morning. Early to rise. It's We're basically a, servants to these pigs and horses. Oh, my God. I basically make my own hours. Just read a magazine on the toilet till someone sticks their dick through. That's the dream. <laughs> That's the dream. That's better. I can't tell you, tell you how many times I put slop in a trough and thought, like, oh, I'd rather that be a dick in the mouth. Really? Really? 
Or anything, anything. I've been putting resumes out everywhere. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, are you guys having a private conversation? Did you, uh, did you no. get that glory hole job? No, no, no. Yeah. No, that's the job I lost. What am I doing? <laughs> Why is that better? Why is that better? Look, you... What? What's better than what? The, the glory hole, then working on a farm. At a farm? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. I like what? it here. <laughs> you ever worked at Glory Hole? It's, it's really, really rewarding. <laughs> we cut to some... It's not a person who doesn't appreciate what you do. <laughs> we cut to some truck stop somewhere in a, a bathroom stall. There's a, for some, Somehow a desk is in there. Uh, uh, Heather, I'd like to talk to you. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, well, there's no easy way to do this. Hey, I uh, just, before we start, I just want to say, this is great. This yeah. job is great. I mean, I, I feel I feel good about myself I, every day. I get compliments. They're muffled, but I, I hear them. They're not all compliments. What? And that's what I'm here to talk what to you about. You, you've gotten complaints? We're going to have to fire you from the glory hole business. Um, <laughs> I manage these stalls. And, uh, no, you can't do this. I, yeah. need, the, I, I need this. I, what do you, you want me to, to work on a else. farm? Is that what you want? You want to see me? Do you see a girl? Put your, put, just put Josh, your, your put six o'clock is here. <laughs> uh, thanks, Bruce. Uh, just, can you tell him to just maybe fluff himself for a second? You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut a hole in this piece of paper. Don't stick your dick through it. No, I'm not. Stick your dick. Come on. Let me show you what I can do. I let me show you what I can do. A piece of paper. <laughs> it's not. That's not the purpose of a glory hole. Glory holes. You're not supposed to have any human idea what's behind the other. Close What's, your eyes. Uh, it could be anybody. This is work for me. I have a kid. I have a kid, goddammit. What am I going to tell him? Hey, sorry, Mom lost her job today. She can't suck dick through a hole anymore. That's about what I'd expect you to tell him, yeah. Josh, now you're 6 and you're 6'10 are both waiting. <laughs> God damn it. Hey, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Someone stuck a cup phone through my glory hole. How am I supposed to suck dick if I got a cup phone stuck in there? I would just say, is it, maybe they want to communicate a little bit. I, I, so wait, they put it on that, just so I know. They somehow collapsed the, the cup and the put ear, it through? The ear mouthpiece is stuck in the hole, the Dixie cup. Okay, so maybe what they're trying to do, this is just a guess, is they're trying to get the sound of you fucking the cup and transfer it to another stall? That's a complicated response when I'm just asking you to get the cup out of my fucking glory hole. God, I got a lot. I wear a lot of hats around here. All right, we'll see what we can do about. Uh, we can see what we can do about. It. Can you bore? I'm bore losing money. <laughs> okay. I'm backed up. My six, my six, and my six ten are waiting. Yeah, mine too. Uh, all right. We're gonna, we're gonna be out of business. You're telling me. I'm the one looking at the books. We had to fire Heather today. Just... Oh my God, I can't believe it. Heather? No. You, no, we I, had to. Yeah, I'm getting fired. There's been complaints. Yeah, she tried to. Shit, I'm sorry. I Look. tried to what? <laughs> she tried to like get too personal with the people on the other side of the hole. I, I petted a little bit. He put it through and I just petted it a little bit. Like a friendly worm. No, they're not looking for friendliness. They're looking for an impersonal transaction. Um, You've learned your lesson. Don't don't pet the dicks. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> well, I got to take my six o'clock. Um, uh, I'll be. You can maybe use figure out the cup situation. I'll be in there in a second. 
Unbelievable. Uh, what, what do I pay you a percentage for? What? Because I'm the man. I run the. You wouldn't yeah, have a job. I then oh. run it. Okay, I'm gonna go here. So I will. I'll go back. Okay. I'm gonna have to fish this goddamn Dixie cup <laughs> out of the hole. I don't even know if there's still gonna be a dick there because I would have left if I was a customer. And then we're not even really dealing with the problem because someone wants to have conversations through my glory hole. So I'm gonna end up with a cup in there tomorrow. So you're you're giving me some band-aid solution. I. We, I am the manager. You handle your own thing, all right? And by the way, just... You know, you, know, you can say the word. It's a glory hole. It's a glory it's hole. It's not like I work on a fucking farm. I'm not ashamed of it. <laughs> uh, I got to take my six. <clears throat> boop, boop. <laughs> Ready. Uh, uh, uh. Just say, Boy, what is going on over there? Uh, sorry, I had a, a couple of issues to take care of, but I'm... Ready to get going. Before we go, I want to let you know our prices have gone up. What? Uh, it's now two fires. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the meet. Uh, yeah, thank you, both. If you want to, do you have, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, you don't have to. Whenever it comes on TV again, watch Teachers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a great show. I show on it. Please watch it. The Katie Dids, Heather? Uh, and whenever it comes on TV, watch Corporate on Comedy Central. Awesome. Woo. Excellent. Uh, Jake is at Wake Up with Jacob. That's uh, right. On Twitter, I'm at Mr. Josh Simpson. You can follow all of the meat train shenanigans uh, on uh, the Meat Improv on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you guys so much for coming out to this show. Thank you. Thank you for being on. Thanks. We'll see you next time on the Meat the Break Improv. Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.